Oh, greetings there, travelers. Welcome back to the end of the seven days. Yeah, it has been a good day. We actually made a pretty good earnings with that uh, last few tails. I'm just happy that customers are all coming back through again. Things were looking a little dicey for a while. Why don't you go uh, talk to Wing over? He's just relaxing, doing the stretching and all that stuff. I don't know why he stretches to tell stories. And one and two and one and oh, hey there, travelers! Welcome back. It's me, Winger, the Gimbal famous name, Bad. I'm just doing my stretches because it's important. Sometimes I really like to go like blammo, and uh, you know, I, def I definitely need people to to see my body react to all this craziness that's happening in the story. Uh, and if I don't do my stretches, I could pull something. So. Just remember, if you're about to tell a, a pretty good story, make sure you're doing appropriate stretching. Usually, it's it's just my arms and my back. But, you know, it's, it's important. Well, travelers, things have been really kicking it up. Well, we had Death Shift speaking to Detective Bill. We had them finally all uh, coming back together. Things are finally looking up for Death Shift as they're off to just travel to a completely normal play. And MZ even got to see one of his beloved family members. Of course, uh, that, that must just be an awkward Christmas, having the pit fiend there. Just, oh, what did you get for Christmas? I brought you the head of your enemy. Again. Ooh, thanks. And what do you do with it? Do you put it... Uh, I suppose you have to preserve it somehow, or else it's gonna smell. What do you just, like, put it in acid so it's just like a skull? I don't know. It's all... It's always hard when you get a Christmas gift that you're like, oh, what, what is this? Uh, oh, yeah, travelers. So, we do have another BattleBots present here. Uh, they, they keep standing really, like... Like the getting ready for a photo shoot? Uh, what's your name? Dangerous Carl. Dangerous Carl. Okay. E Alright, well, I'm, whatever. Okay, go go stand there and tell us about Battle Buds. Hey, the name's Dangerous Carl, and I'm here to tell you about some dangerous sound effects. You're probably thinking, I got a real bad podcast. And by bad, I mean badass. What do I do to really up my game? Huh. You go over to BattleBards, what you do. BattleBards.com. Get those good sounds. You tell them Dangerous Carl sent you. Nothing will happen, but at least they'll know that I'm working. People like to think I don't work, but I'm a person who puts in his 8 to 4, 9 to 5. Whatever I'm feeling is flex hours. BattleBars.com for some dangerous sound effects. I mean, I guess I know it's supposed to be like a commercial. Like, that's that's the whole thing that BattleBars trains you all for, you interns. Pretty much, they just trained you to do this pitch. And then it sounds like they just send you off. I mean, you do some sound effects while you're here, which is cool. I appreciate it. But, like, do you ever just, like, stop and be like, what am I doing? No. Never. I'm Dangerous Carl. I live dangerously. This is what I want to do. Yeah, okay. I mean, work's work, right? Work's work. Alright, travelers. That was interesting and the least bit dangerous. Uh, so, uh, let, let's dive into it. Oh, what is this? I found some piece of fan mail. Oh my goodness, sitting here on the table. And Michael didn't tell me about it. Oh my god, one sec, Travis. Okay, just looking here. <clears throat> Wowie Zowie. Five stars. This it says Dove into this on a recommendation and it didn't disappoint. I like where the story is going and I can't wait to see some more Lovecraftian horrors tear up out of the shadows from the Bard Podcast. Uh, from the United States of America. Oh, thank you so much, Bard Podcast. I'm so glad you enjoyed it. And there are there are a fair amount of spooky things in this tale. Uh, well, we are not holding back. We're bringing you a perfectly normal play. There's nothing weird about it at all. I'm so excited for you all to hear this perfectly normal play. 
Uh, yo, let's just hop in the story. I'm excited. I bring to you Welshire Part 2. Hey, I'm Bright, and I'm playing Kalsar, the Tiefling Paladin and Chosen of Yetitha. Hi, uh, I'm Humberto, and I'm playing Bordon, Dwarven Cleric and Chosen of Time. I'm Evan, and I'm playing Ronnie, the Half-Elf Bard and Chosen of Chaos. Hey, I'm Robert, and I'm playing Emzy, the Gith Yankee Ranger and Chosen Blood. Hey, I'm Jason, and I'll be playing Drax here. A dragonborn artificer and chosen of machines. on Battle of the Seven Dies. Our heroes had finally been reunited after it had been so long and it felt so good. And after our heroes had started on their journey, they encountered a few surprises along the way. MZ had discovered that Kalsar had encountered a number of Gith Yankee back at the Order of the Silver Shield, and this drove his paranoia into a frenzy. Unfortunately, MZ's paranoia was justified as his brother, a pit fiend known as Sogoth, showed up on top of their caravan. None of the other party noticed as MZ had this conversation, but MZ was handed this scroll that showed him with his blades of blood out of his hands and many, many dead Gith Yankee all around him. The uh, carriage went, went through, through this fog, fog and you arrive at, at the, the small, small town of Welshire. This small town, it has uh, quite a few houses in it. it. You know, it's probably a couple hundred people here. And the road leading in, there's no farmland or anything surrounding this area. It's pretty heavily forested. You come on into this town, it opens up into this little square that they have. Along the right-hand side, you see there's a general store that has a little sign that says Harold's General Store. You see a church to Shantia, a goddess of nature and harvest, and you see an inn that has a little pig that's eating out of a trough on its sign, and it's called the Pig's Trough. And there's a nice little well in the center with no sirens in it. <laughs> I'm going to go down that well. There's always something down the well. Uh, <laughs> Ronnie? Yeah. This is true. Can I, like, grab Ronnie by the collar and just be like, no... No, because I'm just warping all over the place. There's no way. God damn it. <laughs> um, after that encounter, I put the scroll in my bag. So what that what the pit bean? Do we all hear that? Like him landing on it? Um, no. It like I said, it was surprisingly quiet. Uh, so the the cart stops. You guys kind of feel it uh, come to a stop. And MZ, you're, you're kind of looking around this town. There's the odd person that's walking around, just like carrying groceries or like maybe some equipment. A couple people go inside the pig's trough. How long do we have before that play starts, say? You guys have made pretty good time, so you're about like a day ahead, so the play will be here tomorrow. Well, I guess we gotta find somewhere to stay. Well, we can stay in the carriage. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We got a motorhome. Yeah. We, it's like Ronnie. We literally have a house. I don't like my house. It's got all you guys in it. <laughs> I'm gonna go to an inn. <laughs> Fine, you could spend your gold on an inn. There's a few people who walk by. There's uh, one man. He's like uh, just kind of checking out your your caravan that you have there. MZ looks over your horses. These are real nice horses. Where'd you get them? This is my horse. Uh... And I make it turn back into a figurine. He jumps, he's like, whoa! And this figurine just kind of like comes back to your hand. You got some magic horses. Well, that's a nifty trick. All right, well, you you keep on your magic horses. 
You in you in town to come see the play? Everyone's pretty excited. That is what we're here for. Well, it should be here tomorrow. They're gonna have it over there at the the church. Um, I look at the church. It, it looks fairly large. Um, it has a this symbol. I don't know. I guess you wouldn't recognize it as the symbol of Shantia. Maybe like bored on wood, but maybe Kelsar. Let's see what it looks like. It looks like a a flower with red circle around it and it has like wheat with it and all that honestly it looks like something from manitoba we love wheat here i do love me some good wheat he he nods at this great conversation and goes oh uh <laughs> it's like a piece of straw in his mouth or something yeah i'm just gonna go to the pig straw if you have yourself a good one i don't really care about some bumpkin <laughs> So what are you guys going to do? You guys are kind of like sitting in the the caravan. Are you coming out? Yeah, I probably would have got up as soon as I noticed it stopped. So you guys start filing out, and you see this town. It's it's fairly small. Right, well... Wh- where are we? Are we in uh, Welshire now? I was thinking that maybe we could just, um... Like, investigate where, where the play will happen. The church? Yeah. What do you guys think? Yeah. Maybe we could get some vantage points or something. Exactly. I'm, I'm going to look to see if there's, like, a sign that says anything about, like, a sermon or anything like that. Um, so you guys walk on over to the church, and it, there's no apparent signs or anything like that outside. Uh, the It's like a stone church. It's decorated. You actually see along the sides, now that you're closer, there's a lot of fruit-bearing vines uh, that are actually going up. And behind the church, you see quite a large, well-tended garden. Can I sense evil? None. Not, like, at all? Not at all. Do I know, like, what, uh, which god, like, or which whatever this church belongs to? Yeah, you can tell this is a church of Shantea that's like a, a goddess of nature and harvest and fertility. It makes sense for, like, a small town, right? Yeah. This really is God's country. Uh, <laughs> you think we should try and go inside and see if we're allowed in? Um, we're gonna go to the general store. Sure. Uh, I'm. I'm still going to. I'm. I'm going to be on on that church. I'm gonna go with Borodon to look into the church. Splitting up the party like we always do. That's what we do. I'll go with Ronnie and Draxier. There is more of this town that you haven't looked at. There's like a, a whole other side to the this town. I'd probably just go to the general store as well for now. Okay. So we'll start off with the church. Bordon and Kelsar, you step inside the church and you are greeted with a few rows of pews, uh, an elevated stage near the end. You actually see there's a couple young people who are helping set this stage up. And, like, they're trying to get these these beams up and everything that'll be able to hold a backdrop. And you see a stern older woman is watching from one of the pews. She's wearing green robes, has a symbol of the church around her neck, and her eyes are just watching the people as they work. Doesn't seem like anything suspicious going on here. Yeah, it seems pretty harmless. Yeah. yeah. So, can I... And I like investigate, just or just like see, like uh, Kelsar said, like any advantage points, you know, or just maybe trying to go to like quote unquote backstage, you know, just to see. So the the church itself, the area, it's it's fairly open. There's these pews here that you could sit at, like the there's a couple rows. It looks like there's an area behind the stage. It looks like you actually see two doors. Mm-hmm that are back there and as you guys are starting to walk sort of towards the stage you hear excuse me who are you two gentlemen hey there uh my name is Borden, and this is my friend kelsar hi the woman gets up from the pew and she walks over i am mary cambrick i am the head priestess here at the church yeah so we're here uh to see the play we are very interested Oh, well, that's perfect. I'm glad this is bringing travelers into the town. Oh, for sure. I'm afraid you're not allowed back there. That is uh, personal quarters of the church. Oh, I'm so sorry. I was just, like, checking because 
I was actually thinking in making uh, like a play myself as well, so I just wanted to to see like how things are set up, just just so I had an idea. You want to roll that deception? <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> I, I I mean, you don't even know if it's true or false. Is Lucas. this true? Does Borodon want to set up a play? Are you <laughs> telling me that Borodon has plans for a play? You'll, ne you'll never know. He's not just a priest, okay? He's not just a priest. He wants to branch out in different things, all right? Not everyone is just one thing. Exactly. Exactly. Lucas, I have hobbies too. Yeah. All right, yeah. so it, now it is a known fact that Bordon's <laughs> main hobby is to be a playwright. Okay, I'm ro I'm rolling this deception. What's an EP the next Shakespeare, okay? That's that's yes. harmless. <laughs> the Book of Bordon. Yeah. It's fine if you want to be a playwright, but I'm going to need you to add that in. Okay, I got 22. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> You've been deceived. Shit! Uh. Lawful neutral board on could lie now. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm still neutral. No, it's a harmless lie. You're not really trying to. Yeah. It's for the greater good. Oh, uh, yes, well, we are quite excited as well. It it took us a, a little bit to round up to some applies, but the locals have been more than helpful, and we're, we're setting up this stage in preparation to help out the, the troop when they arrive. They should be arriving hopefully either late tonight or early tomorrow. Well, that's amazing. Uh, did, did you guys have this idea? Like, how, how did you guys come up with this idea? Oh, it's a wandering troop. They uh, are going around from town to town. They sent us missive uh, a few months back, and we sent back that we'd be more than happy to have them. We are excited to listen to this play, The King in Yellow. The King oh, do you know what is it about? Like, did they, did they tell you? Uh, they said there will be politics, intrigue, royalty, uh, all sorts of fun, fanciful notions. Like like the regular plays, right? I I don't know. I've I've never actually seen a play myself, so I'm quite excited. Oh, great, great. Well, I, I'm glad that you you'll be able to see your first one, and right here at your beautiful church. Oh, I thank you. Is this the play? Is, is this the troops' first show, or have they uh, performed it before? Uh, apparently they've gone through a number of towns. We're uh, probably at their midway point, I, I believe. I'm not too sure. Oh, nice. Uh, you heard uh, any, about any reception about the play? or? I've heard great reception about the play. Uh, a few others have actually arrived at the pig's trough. They're coming to see it again for uh, the second time. Oh, nice. Yes. That sounds like a great show. Yeah, it must be a very good troop. Oh, we look forward, we look forward to seeing it. Mm-hmm. As do I. Be sure to come here tomorrow, and we'll have everything set up. Don't worry, we'll ring the bell to let everyone know when it's starting. Thank you very much. Excellent. We look forward to seeing it. Thank you. May I just ask, like, uh, where was the last like last place they, they played? Would you know? Well, we heard they were previously at Baldur's Gate. Uh, that's where the two people are from uh, over at the Pig's Trough. Okay. Interesting. Well... Thank you very much for this information, and we're looking forward to see this play tomorrow. Thank you for visiting our town. We are happy to have you here at Welshire. And I and I donate one gold coin. All right, you're not gonna take it back like the, with the kid. No, I'm not this kind of person. <laughs> I can say about okay. the group itself, but like I'm not this kind of person. Forty-nine pieces of copper behind one. Of <laughs> <laughs> so you you put a gold in the donation, and uh, her smile brightens. She says, "Thank you so much." By all means. I whispered to Bardon, "Thank, thanks." I'm like totally broke right now. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Thanks, buddy. So we go over to the other three. So you are entering into the general store. <laughs> You enter into this small store, uh, this comforting small town vibe as you enter. These small bells jingle. You walk into the store. It has a few short rows of shelves that all lead up to the counter. There's an older, balding man wearing glasses sitting behind it. He smiles as you enter the store and says, Welcome! Is there anything I can help you with today? Uh, yeah, we're just kind of looking around. You know, we came in for that, uh, came in for that play. Oh, it's so exciting. I can't wait to see it myself. Yeah, it's kind of, you know. So you guys are running at the church, huh? 
Yes, yes. Is this uh, play about some kind of some kind of god play, or is it just where you guys got to run plays? Oh, is it? I don't know. Oh, well, I, I don't know either. I just know it's called the King in Yellow. <laughs> I imagine there will probably be multiple colored kings, like a blue king and a red king and all sorts of kings. Uh, as long as that king doesn't end up being Jesus or something. I, I'm afraid I don't know this. <laughs> of Nazareth? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> seems like a bad-tailed episode. <laughs> well, let's introduce ourselves. They start bouncing and singing. And <laughs> uh, oh my god. So, uh, you guys been seeing a lot of people coming in town? Uh, there's a couple people that have come by, yeah. Uh, a few are waiting, I think, at the inn. Um, uh, I haven't heard too much. There's been a couple of people who have stopped by for supplies. Uh, really lovely people. Very nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why we came to the general store. We wanted we wanted general <laughs> information, so we came to the general store. <laughs> yeah. I had four hours to kill. Is there anything you would like? Uh, maybe I can help you find something? Do you want me to order you something in? I uh, kind of just had a couple hours to kill, uh, so we thought we'd come and take a look around. Okay. What all does he have in here? Yeah. Uh, pretty much like anything you can find in the player's handbook, this guy's got like he he's got like you know uh, traveler's kits. He's got like um, like medicinal stuff. He has uh, like rations, rope, lanterns. We get stuff in from Baldur's Gate. We get a few shipments, uh, you know, once a month, and helps keep us stay supply. This is a, this is a very frequented stop for a lot of people. Maybe uh, trying to cut around the high moors or go to the high forest or or anything like that. You'll know, buy some, some, uh, probably has some, like, dried meats or something. Yep. Yeah, I'll buy some, I'll buy some, uh, a couple dollars worth of dried meats. A couple, couple, uh... That'll be, uh, one silver. All right. He, he smiles and, uh, he puts it away. Thank you very much. Here's your meats. So we're on a road trip and, we're on a road trip and we got some jerky. Go stand right outside the store. And... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We still have four hours to kill, so we can go stand right outside the no. front door of the <laughs> You're just going to Skyrim it, wait yeah. eight hours. Jane, Jane, Silent Bob. <laughs> what? I'm going to ask, what kind of establishment is the pig's trough? Well, it's a lovely establishment. It's, a, it's an inn that's been here for uh, some time. It's, it's, a, it's run by Hilda. She used to be an adventurer, and uh, now she just kind of settled down here, and she runs the inn. Maybe we should pay them a visit. I'm just gonna walk out of the store. Alright, have a nice day, everyone. You too. I'm already out of the store. I'm eating my jerky. <laughs> so you guys uh, come out of the store and you see um, Bordon and Kelsar coming out of the church. Well, guys, what do we do now? It doesn't seem to be much to do here. We're heading to the trough. Uh, you, we, we could eat from plates. No, we're gonna eat from the trough. <laughs> Alright. Um, the pig's trough. Oh, okay, yeah. All right, let's over. Head over there. So you all enter into this inn, and it gives off a welcoming feeling as you're greeted by the smells of freshly baked bread and stew a bubbling. There's a chorus of laughter in here. You see a number of farmers are sitting around a table. There's a few other hardy-looking women who are sitting at another near the fire. You see uh, behind the counter is a tall woman with fiery red hair. She actually has a scar at the top of her head coming down and uh, two scars near her ears. MZ, you recognize those scars as somebody who has survived an encounter with a mind flare. Welcome to the pig's trough. Is it the tall lady that's saying this? Yeah, she said that behind the bar. You see, over uh, in the corner is this uh, this gnome who's sitting with a, a red-scaled dragonborn. They seem to just be chatting. Is there anything I can get you guys? You want some drinks? You want some food? Want some bread? Yeah, I want some bread. Food would be nice. Yeah, let, let's let's find a table first. Yeah, of course. There's one right over there. I'll just be like, it smells like you've got a pretty good stew going on here. I'll have some of that. Oh yeah, it'll be ready. She comes out from behind the bar and she's using a crutch uh, for one of her arms and she comes out there where you're all sitting at this table and 
She's like, all right, so uh, what can I get for all of you? I want some bread, mm-hmm. and I want uh, some mead. And uh, the rest of you? Do you have any tea? Yeah, yeah, we got some tea. I'll have some tea, please. And, um, some, some fruit would be nice. Thank you. Uh, is dried fruit okay? That's fine. Thank you. All right. And the rest of you? Uh, would you have something spicy? Mm, I could make the stew spicy. Yeah, I would like a spicy stew then. Alright. Thank you. I'll have the stew and uh, yeah, get a cup of oil from my friend here. A cup of oil? For Draxir. <laughs> for, for Uhtred. <laughs> for me. I'm just going to drink some oil. <laughs> so, uh, zero, you, zero, you're w, gonna have, zero W20. You're going to have to go down to uh, Silverstone Smithery. Uh, it's just down the street, not too far. All right. Wait, there's a smith. There's a smithery. Oh yeah, uh, Tom Rick Silverstone and his wife Erica. They uh, they run that smith down there. Tom Rick Silverstone. Hmm. Thank you. I'm gonna check them out if I get a chance. Uh, and yourself, the quiet fellow, pensive look. I'll have this stew. Water, please. All right. Uh, so she heads out. It doesn't take her very long to come back with all your food and all that. She sits down on one of the stools across from you all. So you all in for the play as well? Yes, we are. Uh, have you, I've heard um, a lot of stir from this. Hmm. Yeah, well, it's, it seems pretty popular. Uh, a dragonborn and gnome are in here for it. Dragonborn and gnome? Yeah, over in the corner. They seem to just be, uh, they said it's their second time seeing it. Really? So they're not from the city? Uh, nope, they're not from here. Uh, I don't know where they're from, honestly. So this this is the lady with the marks on her face? Yep. I'll just ask her, so how'd you get those? I used to be an adventurer. I can tell. Uh, fought a monster and it took out my friends, so. You fought a mind flare is what you did. She looks at you for a moment, kind of looks you up and down. I was thinking that you were a Yankee. Where'd you encounter it? How long ago? It's a good ten years ago. We were up closer near the, the spine of the world, far north. It's three months travel. We were going in a cave. We are supposed to be talking to some people down there, and those creatures had set up a trap for us, and everyone there was already a thrall. Kill it? No. I barely made it out alive. The rest of my companions, uh, they did not. It, it, this will sound like super awkward, but did it have a number, like, printed on it? No. Are you looking for Mind Flare? No, no. Not really. Always. <laughs> mm, well, I mean... I mean, that's that's a given, I guess. I branded a Mind Flare <laughs> back in 86. <laughs> well, I'll let you all to it. Uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and start cleaning up. But if you need anything else, you just let me know. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I'll uh, lean over and look at those other guys, and I'll say, So how's the play? The dragonborn turns around, and uh, he leans back. He's in this heavy armor. He has a, a large sword that's leaned against a wall. It was wonderful. I absolutely adored it. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so I, I sense. I try to sense evil. Yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah, there's no evil. <laughs> it's just very, very awkward. Okay. How are you all? Are you here for the play? It is a magical thing. I, I come and try to follow it around. Sword and boulders eight. I reach out a hand and I say, Draxir, nice to meet you. Bernard Busybody. And he, he shakes your hand heartily. I immediately regret coming up and walk away. Ooh, that symbol on your hand. Are you uh, one of those chosen fellows? I prefer the term well-selected. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm joking. I'm just like, yes. You must live an exciting life. I, I'm good with well-selected. <laughs> we are the well-selected. <laughs> not fantastic or great, but President's Choice, not like those no-names. <laughs> the great value selections. <laughs> we fight against President's Choice Selected. <laughs> I still think we're like the reborn. But... You're not. Uh, I know. 
that shattered his dream a long time ago. I know. <laughs> I'll just say, uh, what can we expect from this play exactly? Ooh, there's betrayal, there's family feuds, there's all sorts of wondrous things. Your mind is taken to another world as you experience this magical play. And he's like leaning in closer as he's talking. Dude, personal space. Oh, there's no personal space between friends. Come here and give me a hug. <laughs> and he just gives you this big hug. Like, it is warm and it's full of love. No, no. And I'm holding my tea and I drop my tea and I'm just like... Yeah. Oh, I'll get you another one. Excuse me. Hilda, could I get another tea for my friend here? What's your name? Kelsar. Kelsar. Could I get a tea for Kelsar? Please. Thank you. Bernard's the dragonborn, right? That's right. Okay, I'm gonna turn to the gnome and just be like, has he always been this way? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I, I see. Isn't it wonderful? Oh my god. Well, yeah. It's something. Okay. There are two of them. What's your name? Mine? <laughs> yeah. Mine's Holly Tolly. Holly Tolly? Oh <laughs> yeah. It's an interesting name. Wow, what's your name? Drax here. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> so many memories that a Drax here wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, hope you guys enjoy a second viewing tomorrow. We sure will. It's amazing. Your mind is opened. Can you see it? What was the other guy's name? The flamboyant one? Bernard Busybody. <laughs> What do you what do you mean by that? Your mind is open. You come away thinking, wow. <laughs> wow. You know, like MC's wow. just thinking like someone's literally gonna rip his brain open. <laughs> his eyes are wide, like as wide as they can be. I wanna see it again! Oh my goodness. Tell oh, me, do, do you all come from Baldur's Gate as well, or is this a, a first viewing? This is a first viewing. Alright. You can let me go now, please. Oh, yeah, sorry about that. I just, <laughs> I get so happy and I feel so much love and I just want to I make everyone else feel good. No, we, I, I appreciate that. I, I just, uh, I, I've been through a lot. It, it's kind of hard for me right now. No, nothing personal. You look like you have a bit of a headache. Do you, do you want some help? Um, I think I'll, I think I'll just take some aspirin or something and just sleep it off. Thank you. I apologize if you already explained this, but uh, what's what's it about? Well, there's a there's a king and there's there's family intrigue and people betraying one another and oh and there's a a few people die. Actually, I think most people die in it. But oh, it's a, it's a good comedy. <laughs> A comedy sounds yes you're spoiling us sounds, sounds Ooh, whoops <laughs> is uh matthews in it matthews yeah are there multiple of is that a, is that a character's name i i don't think there's a matthews in there, there... there's a king in a yellow <laughs> okay mm. And he puts a hand on your shoulder, Kelsar, and you see this uh, yellowish light glowing off his hand, and you feel re-energized and good. Oh, wow. This... And you could tell that was a, a lay on hands, like a paladin ability. Hey, that, you're a paladin as well? Of course I am. It's oh. good to spread the love and kindness while we fight for what's right. Nice. Oh, it's nice to see another paladin in the field, not of my order. It is lovely, isn't it? Yes. Well, me and Holly Tolly must be making the rounds. We want to see the caravan when it gets here. It's, it was nice meeting you guys. Thank you. You too. Have fun, Kelsar and Draxir and friends. Yeah, goodbye. We'll see you at the play. Yeah, we'll see you at the show. And as the doors uh, to the end's closing, Little Gnome goes, <laughs> Bye, Death Shift! And they close it. Wait. Mm. Do we, 
You mentioned we, we are the death, death ship to them. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. Uh, okay, it's time to crackle some knuckles and, you know. As, as, they, as they say that and they leave, it's just like, <sighs> who, who told you that's our name? They, they just closed the door behind them. How'd they know that? <laughs> yeah. Well, we, should probably go, we should probably go question yeah. As they As the door shuts, can I look up through the window and see them? Uh, you actually can't see them from the window, no. Locate creature? Uh, sure. So you cast this spell, I imagine just like a little triangle or something. Yeah. And, uh, they're right outside the door. Okay. Yeah, just, uh, I'm just gonna rush through that door and try and catch up. You slam this door open, and, like, you get resistance on the other side, and you just kind of, like, slip through the other side. And you see there is a dead gnome. He has a giant smile on his face. There is a dagger right in his chest. Oh, no. And where the dragonborn was, there's a statue of a dragonborn. Oh, no. Hmm. (laughs) That problem solved. (laughs) We won't get any... Oh, wait. Did it pass like a minute? Because I can just resurrect the gnome. <laughs> it has not been a minute, yeah. Okay, I'm resurrecting this gnome. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Alright, so... this How long does that spell take? I actually use my powers for good. Is this revivify? Rewind time just before they step outside and position yourself outside so you can see what happens. Gotcha, bitch! (laughs) (laughs) But I'll tell you, like, just resurrecting him is going to be, like, way easier. (laughs) Way less, uh... Yeah. So you start casting this, and it's a bit of a ritual. uh, And you're doing it on the gnome, right? Yeah, yeah, because he's the one that died, right? Yeah, the other one looks like a statue. Everyone, yeah, so... So you are doing this ritual. How long does Revivify take? It's instantaneous. Oh, wow. Yeah, but I still need, like, diamonds. You did buy, like, gems and stuff, eh? I did. But it's it's just like an amethyst, like 50 gold. I still have a jewel on the... So I, I just ask people, okay, could you guys give me, like, a diamond or, like, like a something? I got... One worth a hundred gold pieces, is that enough? It's three hundred. Oh! Okay, give me give me your <laughs> give me your suit. Why don't, why don't we uh hey uh Borden, <laughs> why don't you just speak to the dead? I'd rather have him like be alive. <laughs> Would you? Yes, he he can help us. Come on! I'm just running out. Well, I don't have other stuff hey. to give you. What can I sacrifice? What are you, what are your options to sacrifice? Three hundred. Oh, hey, I have a I have a question here, Lucas. Can I do an investigation and see if there's any jewelry on the dragonborn or the gnome? Yes. Okay. So fifteen. So you are looking through this gnome stuff and looking on the dragonborn. All the dragonborn stuff is stone, so you just like quickly dismiss that. And you look through the gnome, and you pull out a symbol of the Shining God that looks uh, very pleasant. It feels warm to the touch, and he has uh, 25 gold on him. And a letter. Okay, well, throw everything but the letter over to Borodon. Add that that pile, I guess. I don't know. Uh... I don't don't think this will actually help. Don't you guys have anything that's worth, like, 300? I don't know if this is right, but like this lantern of revealing seems to be worth 30,000 gold. 30,000 is <laughs> way too much for a life to, of a life of a person we, we barely know. <laughs> is it, is it Borodon? I mean, no, Holly Tolly. Talk to him for two minutes. Alright, so you have like one chance right now. Are you going to do anything or else the minute will have passed? No, I, I'm, I'm going to do something, Lucas. Speak to uh, the dead. I would say. But he will die forever and ever, and he won't be alive. It's fine. 
could use time magic. I want him alive. I can try. I mean, I'm trying. I'm trying to avoid that. Damn it! I'm not gonna lose this man. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Boredon. <He's>, on. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor Medicine. Yeah, can I sacrifice my unidentified wand? You rested. You can identify it real quick. <laughs> See what it's worth. Yeah, and then bling. Okay, so I identified <laughs> with one hand. <laughs> and unid- so the the wand. Do you want to look at what it does real quick? Yeah, real, real quick, like, with one eye, you know, I identify it with the other, I'm, you know, trying to resurrect this guy. Identifying it for the sole purpose of seeing if it's worth at least 300 gold. <laughs> exactly. Uh, first, roll me a dexterity check, because you're trying to do this really fast. <gasps> Come on. Why do I have to make everything so complicated? <laughs> what do you mean? You spent <laughs> okay. this time talking. 16. 16. Hey, uh... Ordon, you do have inspiration right now, too, huh? Okay, I want to... Okay, what's 16? So, it is a wand of... A wand of web. Of 300 gold, yeah. Which is worth... More than 300, I'll tell you that. Okay, so I'll, I'll just use... I don't know if I can use it. Can I, Lucas? Uh, so, you... Well, you cast Identify. This is a wand of web. It has seven charges. Huh. And you can expend one charge to cast the web spell, DC 15, and it regains 1d6 plus 1 charges per day. It seems pretty interesting. Okay, speak of with the dead it is. <laughs> so you're like, we have to sacrifice- oh my God. <laughs> You just kind of like slide it into your, your shirt. You're like, oh, hold on. <laughs> Back in there you won. So I'm okay, going to okay. write this down in case you didn't get it. And, and after all these years, the one thing I know is you never know what's going to come through that door. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, so I'm going to try to rewind time. Like, or, or can I try to revive him with my power? Like, with like, my time magic? You 100% can do that. Oh my <laughs> because God. clearly I can do anything. I'm saying, like, without tearing fabric of reality apart can I do that? Do it. Yeah, if you don't fuck it up, you'll be fine. Do it. You'll save two people with one stone. Yeah, do it. Ooh, you can use it on both of them if you do want it. it. Okay, let, let's make it even more complicated. Do it. Um, so I use my inspiration because I, I mm -hmm. got two right now, um, so that's what I do. I try to like rewind time. Okay, go ahead and roll it. 21. You got a 21. Yes. All right. So you start chanting to rewind time, and you feel the gears. Now, I'm going to ask you this. Actually, no, never mind. It wasn't specified. Ha. Huh. You are outside rewinding time. You watch Ronnie go back inside with everyone else, and the door closes. You're standing there like your hand is trembling. You hear the sounds of a ticking clock. You see slowly this dragonborn turns back into being a dragonborn. The gnome slowly stands back up. The knife comes out of his chest. And then there's a figure there standing. They have this black misty smoke all around them. You uh, hear this like... <laughs> as they're How like talking go? backwards. <laughs> As they're talking backwards. <laughs> Pretty good. And then uh, you see, like, they're shouting, and then the it goes back to the door being uh, just being closed. As you hear, bye, Death Shift, and the gnome turns uh, and closes the door. And you look, and there is Oblivion standing outside there, looking at you. And Bernard Busybody and Holly Tolly looking at you. And you hear, Boradon, finally, I can get my revenge. And that's where we'll end it. <laughs> oh!
Yo-ho in a bottle of rum I am FSR and I'll have some fun What's going on here? Oh, Father Matthews What a pleasant surprise Um, why don't we come over here and talk quietly for a moment? Why are you getting this ship ready? I thought we were getting this for Giles. Well, you know, not only are we voice twins, but... I decided this ship is better with me. And I have great plans for it. What are these plans? Well, I'm... I'm gonna go attack Evermeet. If you think about it, Evermeet is a defense that we can't afford for the Chosen to have. We would lose a lot of forces getting into it, and if they reinforce it with their strange, terrifying magics, then how can we aid the Shining God with letting something like this slip through our fingers? I understand what you're saying, but... You won't win with just this ship and the walking dead you gathered from Nesme. Yes, you are correct. We would not have enough troops otherwise, but we have something better. Better than the undead we've gathered from the beautiful people of our beautiful Nesme. We have better than even the transformed creatures the Ringmaster holds to their command. No. We have the Shining Bird. Yes. That's why I came here. I heard the horn, and... I don't remember authorizing its use. What? What do you mean, authorizing its use? I mean, you can't just take this bird and do as you please. It was a gift from the Shining God. I'm doing the Shining God's work. What? Why can't I use the bird? Dorum has plans for this. Are you telling me you wish to go against Dorum Highfire and take the bird? N no, 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 of course, of course not. No, no. Okay, well, this is easy, easy fix. Why don't you just go on over to Dorum and explain our plan? Explain we're just seeking to attack Evermeet, eradicate the home of the elves, and we're just going to use the Shining Bird to do it. No harm, no foul. <laughs> you think it'll be that easy? You think Dorum's just going to hand over the keys to the ride? Alright. Is there anything else you would like me to explain to Dorum what you're just going to do? Of course, apologize for me that I took the bird and explain to Dorum that if Dorum doesn't want me to do this, if this is not in the Shining God's will, then I will gladly step down and hold off on our plans. But if Dorum gives me the go-ahead, I will gladly fly to the home of the elves. I will eradicate their defenses and absorb their souls into our shining bird. With permission, of course. Yes, of course. I'll send you a message. You'll know soon, within a few hours' time. Keep your nose clean, Elthazar. Will do. Thanks for stopping by, Father Matthews. Yes. This might just work. I mean, it's bound to happen, right?
like Oblivion was already going there, and they were going there. I mean, it was gonna happen, but why did Oblivion have to kill Bernard Busybody? And his little friend is Holly Tolly, Folly Holly. I don't know. But why do they have to kill them? It seemed a little rude, honestly. Like they're just there. They're, I mean, I don't agree with their religion, per se, but they don't seem like particularly bad people. And then it, Oblivion just went and killed them. Well, I hope that shift's ready for this, because this is going to be a doozy. I mean, we all remember when Oblivion came uh, to attack them when they were just riding into Nesme, and if it wasn't for Kelsar just blowing up the area and almost losing his damn arm, then, I mean, they, they could have really got messed up. So Oblivion's here, and Oblivion's ready to fight. Ooh, this next one's going to be intense, Travelers. I, I hope you're excited just like I am. And remember, if you wanted to go treat yourself, grab some fancy dice, maybe a really nice dice bag. Well, these dice trays, we actually, uh, most of us use them. They're really good. Uh, hop on over to Easy Roller Dice. Grab yourself some fancy stuff. Uh, I mean, they have metal dice and dice cups and trays and bags and oh my. Uh, and use the promo code BALLAD7DICE and you'll get 10% off your entire order. Whew. Well, travelers, I've... Oh. Quite a tale today. There's a lot going on. Uh, I do hope the people of Welshire are okay, because you know what happens when these fights happen. There's always a hundred AoE abilities, and someone blows up. It's just what happens. This is this is how these things go. Well, travelers, I must be going. That dangerous Carl person decided that they were funny and they were going to do some graffiti, so me and Michael have to go clean the side of the inn. Again. Thank you, battle bots. And remember uh, to take care of yourself in these difficult times and uh, reach out to those loved ones or, or friends you haven't spoken to in a little bit. Just make sure everyone's doing okay, because we're all on this together. All right, travelers, I'm off with some soap and water. I bid you all adieu.